Hello, everyone, and welcome to What, what a Pitch, the podcast where people pitch made-up movies, brought to you by the Pandering Talk channel. I'm your co-host, Dan Cutler, and as always, joined by my lovely co-host, uh, Sean Dangler. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you sure? Yeah, I'm not sure today. It's been a long day. I can't remember, you know. <laughs> well, it's funny that you mentioned long day, Sean, because... Uh, after quarantining a long time and then also winter, I am mm-hmm. feeling real stir crazy. I am so oh, no. cooped up. Yes, I I am like I I have stooped to literally popping in on people and just being like, "Hey, can I come over and just see you and just like know <laughs> that other people exist in this universe?" Oh, hey man, man. You, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive this uh, these hard times yeah it's tough yeah it's cold and so i can't even go for a walk but we went for a walk today my wife and i that was it was was all right out that's nice i she stepped in poop that was not great uh that is not nice (laughs) not human poop thankfully (laughs) someone didn't clean up their fucking dog poop somewhere in urbandale uh you gotta clean up whoever that was it was like off to what was the worst it wasn't like in the middle of the sidewalk it was like off on like literally the edge of the sidewalk in like the snow kind of so like you wouldn't have like really been looking there mm-hmm. but my wife stepped right into it it was and she had just got done talking about how she's like feeling better and she's having a good day <laughs> it's just like oof, inconvenient timing yeah that sucks people pick up your pick up your dog's poop pick up your poop. you know if you're gonna be a, a dog owner you gotta be a responsible dog owner that's all i'm gonna say mm-hmm. all right well Enough about us. We have a very special guest with us, uh, balancing out the uh, gender ratio on this stupid ass podcast. The dicks. <laughs> we are joined by a very special guest. She is a Des Moines. She is she is a Des Moines based comedian. Though I'm sure if you wanted to hire her for anywhere in this country, she'll go and tell you jokes. Uh, she's also a wedding planner, and most importantly. With a built-in humidifier, it seems she is an obsessive plant mom. Please welcome to the podcast, Melanie Mackey. Hello. Hi, Melanie. How are you? I am great. How are you guys doing? Well, you just heard Sean's wife yeah. stepped in dog poop, and I. Am... Everyone's getting real existential on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, the walls are closing in. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are anyway. That's yeah. true. Yes, we are here to do very important business. Um, that's yes. too early. We're not going to talk. We're going to make our next yet. million. We're going to make our first million. <laughs> our, yes. our next million. Our next. I million. wish. If I had, if I had a million dollars, I would interrupt right now to do a like a. I was about to say a my pillow ad read, but I don't want to do an ad for Ooh, my pillow. Don't yeah. do that, man. No, no, no. <laughs> What's the Casper mattress? That's. Casper, there you go. Hello, fresh. We'll do that. Well, do we want to talk about Squarespace, uh, where you can buy, a, build a better website today? I forget. What That's true. Actually, I used to build my own uh, uh, websites, <laughs> but then I got a as a sponsorship <laughs> deal with Squarespace, and they're not going to pay me at all for how well I'm reading this. Um, <laughs> I actually did think not too long ago. What if I just, in the middle of the podcast, just did an ad read for like Casper Mattress and then reached out to Casper Mattress saying, hey, you never paid me for my ad read. Just invoice them. Just send them an invoice. <laughs> yeah. And then just, just, just back, like, just like, uh, like back channel my way into an ad deal on the podcast. I like it. I'm sorry, Melanie, how are you doing? You're the guest. <laughs> we have, I've been talking a lot. I am great. I have whiskey in front of me, and I'm so Ooh. excited to talk about this fake movie I came up with. And it was my day off of work because I'm a wedding planner, so I don't get normal days off. So here we go. Nice. All right. Well, uh, so- sounds like she doesn't want to talk to us anymore. She wants to talk about her movie. Oh, I love talking to you. We can talk more about my plants. I showed you guys the humidifier. It looks great. <laughs> They're impressive plants. What kind of whiskey are you drinking? What's the, what do you got? I have got some Woodford. Ooh. There's not that much left because uh, I drank some of it already. Uh, not just tonight. I promise I wouldn't be able to finish off a whole <laughs> bottle tonight. Um, but yeah, no, Woodford was on sale at the downtown Hy-Vee last time I went mm. to the downtown Hy-Vee. So that's usually how I decide which middle shelf whiskey I want. 
Yeah, not top shelf, not bottom shelf, right in the middle. Just right at eye level for me. Yeah. <laughs> middle shelf on discount. Yes. Yes. Middle shelf where it's like price save. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> those, are my, those are my kind of words. Whiskey of the people. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hate to admit it, but uh, I can't drink like straight liquors, like straight whiskey, stuff like that. Um, I wish I could, but I have to have them mixed. What do you mix it with? Oh, I can have like some legit like mixes. Like I can have an old Manhattan. Like I love those. But like I have plenty of friends who are just like whiskey and a glass of or a cube of ice. And I'm like, I can't do that. That'll hurt me. Dan, I'm on your side with that. I uh, <laughs> I can't do that. I enjoy my bush light. I enjoy my Miller High Life. And I'll keep to that. <laughs> those are good too. Yeah, no, I kind of got <laughs> good at drinking. Good. I got good at drinking whiskey straight kind of out of spite because I wanted to like demasculate people a little bit. Because I'm like this tiny, right? I'm this tiny bubbly lady. So if I like I'm at a bar and this guy thinks he can saunter right up to me and I'm like, whiskey me. You know, he'll he'll rethink his stance while he orders his Shirley Temple. I'll order my apple teeny next time you drink your whiskey straight. (laughs) I love Shirley Temples. Grenadine Sprite, y'all. (laughs) oh yeah well i am emasculated but i am also married so i don't i don't really care (laughs) (laughs) all right enough about whiskey and plants and walks it's time for us to hear a movie pitch so it's time for you to get in the elevator to pitch that movie melanie uh hello hello ma'am oh hey I'm, uh, I'm very rich uh, movie executive, man. Yeah, I thought you looked familiar. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I have you here, because yep. it's going to be a few floors, right? Like you got to uh, go all the way. Uh, about oh. 30 floors. I just looked at my watch. <laughs> all right, we got time. We got time. Well, have I got an idea for you? I'm sure you've never heard of it before. Okay, but yeah. don't you love a good love story where one of them is a spy and the other one doesn't know it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's enticing. Yeah, yeah. Hear me out, though. I'm going to okay. switch the gender roles on you. The, oh! lady, the lady is the spy this time. Oh, my God. How do, how do we do it? How do we go through that? Yeah, right? I don't know. I've never seen, heard this before. <laughs> well, I am just super pumped about this love story. These people just fell in love in the weirdest of circumstances. And the big plot twist is that she can't tell him she's a spy until they get married and they have so much trouble making it down the aisle so much trouble like literally as at the moment making it down the aisle or is no, that just like like that days metaphor? leading up you know mm, a metaphor mm, i like yeah. metaphors in my movies exactly uh and then they get down the aisle and then they find out that someone falsified their marriage records because they don't want her to tell him that because it complicates her life or it, it will decomplicate her life to be able to tell him so now She's got to figure out how to actually get married to him without telling him she's a spy so that she can tell him she's a spy. And my mind is officially fucked. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Bye-bye. So that's the idea. Yeah, so we're on on board. We still got 30 more floors left. Yeah, I I, I got out of the elevator. He's gone, he's gone. I'm gone, I'm gone. Oh, you're gone now. I just like, and then I just pushed all the buttons like Elf, like it would help me somehow. (laughs) I was going to say, he's too busy having to print money for his job. Yeah, I'm a big movie executive. You just print money. All right, so right right off the bat, I want to say the movie title is like, murder for 74 cents on the dollar or something like that no I'm, that's a joke. <laughs> no i like I this want, idea uh i hadn't the title's probably the only thing i hadn't thought of yet just because i can't decide uh they're because they're always so weird like uh there was like the killers and then there was like mr right and then like yeah they're always all these weird ones that have just like vague titles to them i was trying What's, to rem- remember which specific movies are like this i i been a while since i've seen any of these one of my favorite pandemic activities was to try and watch as many as possible <laughs> rom, like rom-com spy movies yeah there's like a surprising oh. amount okay yeah. i didn't know there was like a surprising amount but okay. mine is special mine is special but like there's a lot <laughs> okay uh because there's what? the killers with 
Ashton Kutcher, and then there's uh, Mr. Right, there's Night and Day, and there's uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me, and there's just a lot. What's the one? They're all. What's the one? uh, What's the one with Tom Hardy and Chris Pine both fighting for Reese Witherspoon? That's a. mm. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I can't remember. (laughs) What is that one? But do most of these most of these films are typically the man's the spy and then the woman doesn't know and then like obviously the hilarity ensues figuring that out. Right, literally all of them except for Mr. and Mrs. Smith where they were both spies, but that doesn't count. See, that's that's I was gonna say that one, but I'm like they're both spies. I don't think that counts technically in this genre. Yeah, they're definitely both spies. Okay, this means war. Oh yes, Um, okay, because that one was fun too. Also, I would count Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think the twist there is that they're both spies. And they didn't necessarily know it. So, like, like the uh, general, th- the genre would be, like, my spouse and or significant other is a spy, and I am not aware of their occupation. And so that does fall into it. You're right, because they didn't know beforehand. Yeah. I think they were married for, like, a minute in that movie before knowing. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm they were married in real this. life. I'm just looking at the killers right now, and I cannot believe Ash. I would not believe Ashton Kutcher being a uh, an agent, a spy, basically. Just can't. I'd be taken out of it. <laughs> he was such a corny spy in that one. That one was great. Okay. <laughs> There's a wonderful. similar one called Bounty Bounty Hunters, I think, with Gerard Butler and and uh, not Catherine Heigl. No, Catherine Heigl, because they were in two rom coms together. Um, yeah yeah this is i mean this is definitely like a sub a a genre of its own the the spy rom-com yeah i like it more than just like the spy one (laughs) too many of those let's bring it let's bring a romance into it and let's bring some some giggles i'm down with that all right so 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 how do we see this movie starting do we start it with like she's on a mission and we yeah. can see her in action. Yeah. Okay. So she's on a mission and a lot of her work is like pretending to be kind of like a ditzy lady. Uh, okay. And so she's like at a bar, like a fun like dive bar situation. And she's with like friends and the girlfriends are also spies, but like they're trying, they're all pretending to get kind of drunk so that they can kind of survey the room because no one suspects drunk ladies, you know? So <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like opening up with these like kind of these woo girls and they're like wooing on purpose because when you woo, you can look around the room. (laughs) (laughs) So they're just, they like take these fake shots and they're like, woo. And they're like scoping the room out trying to find, because everyone looks at them while they're wooing and they, yeah. And they could try to use the facial recognition shit. That is a genius idea. (laughs) I've thought this through. (laughs) That is impressive, honestly. Um, So what happens is, uh the the girl in question she uh she goes to the bathroom because she's gonna go she's like she thinks she sees the the perp walk into the bathroom so she goes to the bathroom but the actual perp puts something into her drink all right oh no and so then the male lead sees this and he's trying to be like a knight in shining armor and in my head he's played by jake johnson because i think this would be perfect okay um so jake johnson walks up and uh, when she gets back to the bathroom, he takes her shot instead and drinks it for her because he thinks that's a chivalrous thing to do. But what, <laughs> but he, because he just thinks she got roofied and he thinks he can like handle that, that it's just going to make him extra drunk. Mm. But he actually, like, it's actually poison. Oh, so no. He's over at, yeah. So he's over <laughs> oh, at their group and he's starting to get kind of loopy and she's like, oh shit, like, you know, like we missed the perp. He poisoned my drink. This nice guy tried to drink my drink to save me. And now he's about to die. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's how they meet is he's trying to be like, a cool. (laughs) (laughs) he's trying to save her and uh, he's trying to save her life and, uh, or he's just trying to save her from a really bad night. And so then she has to like, you know, like get him out of there kind of sneaky wise. So she stages it like they hooked up. So he wakes up the next morning, not feeling too bad because he didn't actually get roofied. He just got poisoned and they fixed it. And she pretends that she's super hungover, like, oh, my God, like, who are you? Did we sleep together? (laughs) (laughs) And so he thinks that they had this great night together and that that's how they met. But how they really met is she had to, like, save his ass because he was trying to be helpful. 
Wow. I I like all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, that's an amazing beginning of this movie. Like, yeah. there's so there's so much that already like gets laid out. Like, one, the tactical advantage of being a woo girl. <laughs> Two, like the I love the idea of like spy on spy combat. Like her drink gets poisoned. Like she's not actually getting drunk. That gets poisoned. This guy thinks it's a roofie. Like. And then takes it himself because he thinks that's the chivalrous thing. That is like such an amazing, like incredibly thoughtful. Like I, that's, I don't, I like, I'm seriously super impressed with like the beginning of this movie. <laughs> that is such a yes, cool idea. Like it's better from here. <laughs> well, and then, but I don't even stop there because like, because like you could even say like, oh, the poison, because he got poisoned, maybe there's a side effect of the poison that he doesn't remember. So like he like, so he does think he's roofied, mm-hmm. but then she plays it off like they hooked up. And then there's this great scene where she's like, I can't remember. Do you remember? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He could be like, you know, I saved you. The, you know, like, I actually feel pretty fucked up. Like, I don't know if you realize, but this guy tried to roof you. And she's like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. Let's go grab brunch. Like, that is then, really uh, good. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and so, uh, and then like, so it starts with, and then there's going to be a cute montage of them like falling in love and dating and all the time on dates, like he's like trying to be this chivalrous guy that's always trying to like protect her and she's always having to like be sneaky and protect him while also seeming helpless because she doesn't want to demasculate him. So like, okay. you know, like a little, like a little scene of her, like, she's like, kind of like walking too close to the curb because she's trying to like, you know, like scope something out. And he like, is like, no, 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 babe. Like you walk on this side of the sidewalk, I'll walk close to the curb. And then he almost gets like poison darted and she has to like, <laughs> okay. and she has to like trip him and make it sound, look like a prank or something. And like, oh, yeah. he didn't get shot. Um, but yeah, and like just like cute things that people do on dates, but like she's about to be assassinated and she has to both stop her, stop anyone from dying and pretend that he's like doing a really good job at being a friend and just juggling. Now her job has become more difficult uh, because he's trying to be so helpful. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And so then we like cut to like a brunch with like her other spy girlfriends who are and like they're so excited because she finally got engaged and they're planning the wedding and they're like aren't you so excited to tell him you're a spy like yeah. uh you know your life's gonna get so much easier and she's like oh my god yeah like this is insane like i can't believe how many dumb things he does trying to be like the best boyfriend ever and he already is the best boyfriend ever but like then we won't have to try and it's gonna be so great and like yeah so like there's this just beautiful thing and it'll be like a bunch of like sassy older ladies who are like yeah like this is how my husband deals with it and all this other stuff. And Wait, all so all these other older women spies talking about this? That's what you're saying? Yeah, so like she's talking to them and they already have husbands who have known for years and they talk about how cool it was when they finally got to tell their husband. And Okay, I see. They talk about like funny ways that they told him, like they wrote it on a cake, like I'm actually a spy. Like it's prom. I'm a spy. Yep. Honey, look up into the sky. I just had this plane right out. I'm a spy. <laughs> that's not very spy-like. Uh, yeah, that's true. You don't want to do that. Or like, honey, check your ass. I got a, tat- a secret message tattooed there, and it just says, like, your wife's a spy or something. <laughs> your wife's a spy. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. Um, so, yeah, just we're in really good rom-com territory. She has sassy friends yeah no that's really cool and there's a date montage which is my favorite kind of montage so so uh, yeah let's go to that montage right now what do you envision i mean you kind of said most of the stuff is there anything else on that date date montage that you would um love to see you know standard rom-com uh material stuff um i want one where like she like gets something in her eye and it's like kind of toxic but he thinks she's just crying (laughs) and like so he's like comforting comforting her and she's trying to let him comfort her while also like like digging out like an antidote out of her pocket and like <laughs> putting some drops in her eyes like oh yeah thank you for helping me when I'm vulnerable like just like really yeah. really sappy stuff like all the things that like 
you think of in a typical rom-com montage, like, but there's like always an element of danger. Yeah, it's like, I, I, the one I see is I, I feel like when I've seen rom-coms, uh, primarily Christmas ones, uh, is that they are like making a meal or something together. And I don't know if like, so I don't know. I'm trying to think if like someone cut the gas line or something or like it's going to blow. I don't know what. I'm trying to think of how, uh, you know, you could be attacked while you're cooking dinner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Knives are too obvious. I like the idea of someone cutting the gas line. Yeah, but I don't know. And her like, her turning off the oven and being like, let's make sushi instead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But babe, I wanted, I wanted to make some nice chili. Nope, not tonight. I want sushi. <laughs> I want sushi. Um, but no, I, I tried to figure out how to make it Christmassy just for you, Sean. Oh, well, it does. <laughs> Thank you. You don't have to do that. Uh, it's just majority of the rom-coms I will watch are usually Christmas themed. Uh, you had some great recommendations this year. I, I did. Thank you. Uh, Holiday was an amazing movie. Um, I'm trying to remember all of them. It, it was such a blur, but it was a fun time. Holiday Have was you... definitely my favorite. Did you watch Dash and Lily? That was like the series one. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I watched the one I caught. Was it the third? Or, no, the second one with Vanessa Hudgen, where she plays three characters in it. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen? I forget what that one. It's awful, but it's great. Watching it Vanessa sounds Hudgen like it. I didn't catch that one this year, but do you think she got three paychecks? I hope so. She deserved it for that. That. <laughs> that oscar worthy performance <laughs> dan you watching any of these christmas movies i am not uh i am though i should i am still trying to watch a movie every <laughs> single day every day this year so, here i just pulled it up the night before christmas uh christmas inheritance christmas inheritance was solid one solid. that's okay. i know that's one of your favorites and that has um that one guy from the office that's like really cute on it yeah, John Krasinski. I think so. I gotta look. I mean, no, I the, the the younger one, the one that played one one of the interns in the later seasons. Oh, yeah, he did. I think it was. Oh. I didn't really watch it. He's though. got like a real cute face. You know the one. <laughs> oh, I know exactly so. who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, the one with the cute face. I'm trying to. No, Sorry, I watched this. I watched a snippet of a Christmas movie called The Preacher's Wife, and. Denzel Washington, young Denzel, plays an angel that comes to earth <laughs> to help this one preacher focus on his family. Also, the preacher's wife is Whitney Houston, and she just randomly sings a jazz song in the fucking middle. As <laughs> like, and it's fucking amazing because she's Whitney Houston. And it's just like, I never heard of this movie until this Christmas. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's like young Denzel fucking Whitney Houston's in it. It, it I, it's it's kind of weird. It's like super it still feels like a Christmas movie. It's it's it was so weird. I was like, I did, this movie exists? It's crazy. I definitely hate the ones that where Christmas doesn't play a role. It just happens to be Christmas and they like make it a Christmas movie just Yeah. That's my argument against Die Hard, not a Christmas film. I don't Yeah, Christmas don't has to be a character. Yeah, it has to be a character in it. Also, I looked it up. His name was Peter Plop or Pete Plop Miller on The Office. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. His name Bob. is Jake Lacey. Yeah, that one, Christmas Inheritance is just a beautiful, got all the standard uh, movies. Busy lady from the big city who has to go to the small town and then learns what Christmas and love is really, truly about. And best part is her, her boyfriend, her original boyfriend, before she falls in love, is just like douche level 100 and that's always good when the douche level 100 boyfriend just gets just uh gets put down by the end of the film or whatever not killed whatever i'm trying to think (laughs) i was always cast as that character when i was in plays in high school (laughs) wait which one the douche (laughs) the douchey girlfriend oh no (laughs) my high school uh theater director she wrote all the plays we did so that she could accommodate she could so she could accommodate the amount of kids that would audition. Mm-hmm. So like if there weren't that many kids, she would write around that, and if there were a lot of kids, she would write around that. And there was always like you know like a romantic thing where there was like a douchey girlfriend. She like <laughs> always put me in as the douchey girlfriend. Oh no! <laughs> I, I was always the bad guy in high school theater as well. It happens. 
I uh, I was I don't know if I've told you this, Dan. Yeah, I think I have. I was the lead in um, a Once Upon a Mattress. We've talked about this. <laughs> oh yeah, because I I've been in Once Upon a Mattress. Yeah, Were you in the mattress? I wish. I wish I would have. <laughs> that came no, out was... weirdly sexual. Oh, I wish I was on the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking perv. <laughs> no, I I was I don't even remember what the lead character's name was, but I was unfortunately fortunately that character. I was <laughs> I was I loved being in plays and that stuff, but I was not I'm not much I'm an I'm not a great singer by any means. And so like people would be like after the show or whatever, you know, we do it for two nights and they'd be like, Oh, you, you did a good job. Like I could tell I was like, yeah, I, I was not blowing them away with my, my singing style. <laughs> um, I, was, but- I was also Vince Fontaine in Greece. Sorry. I didn't need to say that. I'm done. <laughs> so impressed. <laughs> Um, but getting back to the movie, uh, something I oh, think yeah, back that to I the <laughs> something that I think I would enjoy for the montage is it's not a scene, it's not a moment where either of them are in danger, but I think she's just like way too good at laser tag, um, and he's just <laughs> that's, that's and he's great. just like he's just like how did you get the high score? <laughs> like, uh, my dad like, was a hunter. Must be broken. <laughs> the gun must be broken that's like he one. like he just is constantly just like you know hiding and then like barely peeks out and just a shot right away yeah she's just yeah. like yeah <laughs> yeah just yeah. like she's like like they go for some reason it's just like her and a bunch of kids versus like grown-ups or something and she just <laughs> obliterates everyone who would be you know better technically and the kids win or whatever <laughs> That 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 was actually my bachelor party. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. So we went. There's that. Uh, you know that axe throwing place downtown. Yeah, I live really close to it. Yeah. So they also have laser tag there, and they have like really high quality laser tag. Like the rifles are super oh, heavy. Wow. Yeah, like it's really good. Um, and it was like me and my friends, like my bachelor party group. Uh, which includes my sister's now fiance, who is a like a sergeant in the De- or in the Davenport Police Department, and has ha- has and has SWAT training as well. <laughs> and it was like a fucking eleven year old's birthday party. So it was like us, like twenty year old, twenty thirty year olds, <laughs> and like eleven year olds, and all the kids right away we're like we want to fight we want to beat the old people and we're like all right let's fuck these kids up (laughs) and i remember two really great moments one i'm going down this hallway and my uh uh, my sister's boyfriend the cop comes up behind me and i just feel him like double tap my shoulder and then push me forward and i'm like oh my god i guess i'm running i guess i'm rushing this room now (laughs) what is this code for and then um and then I, I, I'm like in this position where I'm like kind of like I'm like hiding, but I'm also shooting at kids, and um, I can just see uh, Will, the cop, coming down this hallway, just fucking like just nailing kids. And then I see my brother come around a corner, and my brother, who's an idiot, uh, he is just like waddling on his. <laughs> on his knees he's just like waddling and just like <laughs> it was i'm just imagining like, like a bachelor party i'm imagining a bachelor party where they hire a stripper and she shows up and she's like what do you want baby and they're like strap up we need you to be on our laser tag team we need <laughs> we're down we're down three guys we need the backup we need another body <laughs> that's it yeah so anyway, yeah. So a scene, a moment where she's just really good at laser tag, and like they're <laughs> I, not, I like they're not lot. in danger. Yeah. <laughs> just sh- <laughs> say just shoving him into rooms while she <laughs> <had> <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, I got your six, babe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. All right. Uh, so so we get to the point where they're engaged. Um, you said that there were some there were people who tried to comp like to mess up the wedding 
right? So, so it's a beautiful wedding. Like I want it to be like a really good wedding because I'm such a su- I'm a wedding planner, so I'm a real sucker for like so, an unexpected wedding scene. Yeah. So what's a good wedding? We need to know since you're a wedding planner, you've obviously you know what makes. I've only a good had wedding. one wedding. So what? What are you visions? <laughs> so I want like all of her spy like babes to be her bridesmaids, and they're the ones that are diverting shit the whole time so like there are like there's like assassins there <laughs> and there's like like little booby traps kind of throughout like the guard like it happens in a garden and they find some like landmines in the garden and so they're trying to like take cute photos and act like they're taking selfies as bridesmaids while like kicking these landmines away and shit mm. like and you know like they're pretending to like hit on these hitmen because they're like oh that's definitely a hitman like we gotta get him out of here and they're trying to make the perfect day for her because she's so used to doing that with him that they're like, we, she deserves this amazing day. You know? <laughs> and like, uh, what, is, best- what is the uh, level of violence on in this movie? Is it a PG-13? Or can it be like, they're like slitting bad guys' throats? <laughs> I kind of like when it gets like real gross. Like, so I like the idea of like, she picked out red bridesmaid dresses for them because she knew they might get stained. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, they make a note about they're like, thank goodness she picked, like, red bridesmaid dresses or something. Um, but, yeah, I like, I like the idea of, like, when it's a rom-com, but it's, like, can get, like, really, really gross. So, I'm all Blood about Blood going it. places. Yeah. <laughs> Coming they, out like, of places going. They have, like, little walkie-talkies in their corsages, you know, like, so that they can uh, make the, this I perfect like day for her. And, um, you know, and so, like, it ends up being just, like, this beautiful day and then, like, you know, they have this wonderful time and uh, like, it's more of the bridesmaids like tackling that for the moment. So we have this nice moment where they're like, they can be in love and they can be happy. They don't have to worry. And she's like, so excited. Like she wants to have a nice wedding night with him. And she wants to tell him in the morning that like, Hey, guess what? I'm a spy. And she like, didn't want to be elaborate about it. She's like, I'm not going to tattoo his ass or put it on a cake. Like, I'm just going to tell him and it's going to be great. And she wanted, but she wanted the moment to be sweet and pure and perfect. So they wake up in the morning, you know, sunlight drifting through the honeymoon suite. She rolls over and she's like, honey. And then there's a knock at the door. And it's all of her bridesmaids. And they're holding up this like wedding certificate. And they're like, like, it's not real. Like, it's fake. And she's like, how did I fucking miss this? And they're like, well, we were busy dodging assassins. We didn't realize it was a fake certificate. So, like, you're not technically married. You can't tell him yet. Ooh. Okay. Uh, it's, oh, go ahead. What, so why is it fake? What was the reason for why it's so, fake? So, the reason that it's fake is because... <laughs> this is so dumb. I hate it. I love it so much. Um, <laughs> it's a rom-com. Uh, it's what it is. <laughs> they find out that it was her employer that faked it. Um, oh, because, because they need her to do one more mission, and she has to go over uh, after his employer. <laughs> and so they didn't want him to be in on it yet because she has to go over after his employer. Like he's like, I want him to be like something really, really like something like a uh, like he works for the post office or something. Like he has a really wholesome job, but like he takes his job very seriously. And they were like. You know, you've got a, there's a big, like, conspiracy with the post office or at his jewelry store, and you have to go solve it, and we knew that it would be a conflict of interest if you could, if you told him you're a spy before you get it done, so we'll, Uh, you know, we'll give you your marriage license if you can finish this one last job for us. Oh, nice. I always love a one last job job type of thing. (laughs) And so she's super frustrated. (laughs) What if it's a like it's a nonprofit and he like is a manager for the nonprofit, but like, it's actually a, a money laundering front. Ooh. It's like a, like a, a knockoff of a habitat for humanity where he's like really passionate about like building homes for the homeless. But in all reality, the homes cost nothing and all the money is going to this top level executive from yeah. Istanbul or something. Yeah. And yeah. And that's, <laughs> yes. actually, that's actually perfect. Cause building, there is a lot of just like raw purchase, like cash purchasing for like materials and stuff like that. So yeah, that is actually a real life, like perfect scheme for money laundering. So. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yep. So he, he helps manage home building for the homeless 
and stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah. So she, you know, tracks it back to her manager and she does that thing where they like slam their hands on the conference table. Like what the (laughs) hell, Jerry? And (laughs) there's that scene and he like slides the file across the desk. Like, and she still has like, for some reason she like put her veil back on because she wanted to be dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, I just want to be married. And he slides the, the file like dramatically across the conference table. And it's like, you know, it's like it has her husband, her not not husband's yet photo in it, and like all the stuff about the the Habitat for Humanity thing, and they're like, you know, you just gotta do one last job, and you gotta you gotta figure out, you gotta find proof of this, and the proof is in a safe at the top of a skyscraper somewhere, probably. Like you gotta figure it out, and then we'll let you guys be officially married so that you can enjoy yourself. <laughs> and it's That's good. It's high- High stakes, high stakes. Um, oh, yeah. But now that they're married and stuff, uh, you know, she let her guard down a little bit, and he feels like there's something going on with her, and he's not sure what it is. So the rest of the movie, he's trying to figure out what her secret is. She can't tell him, but, like, she still wants to spend – she's still spending a lot of time with him because she has to because his job is involved. Um, so, like, him and his friends do that thing where they go on, like, a buddy – a buddy brunch, you know, and, <laughs> and they come up with all these weird theories. They come up with all these weird theories like, oh, well, maybe uh, they think the opposite. They're like, well, maybe she's a thief, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I think she's like a, some criminal of some sort. Uh, yeah. And like, it's so good. cute because he like still loves her and he like, he wants to find out the truth so that he can like then help her. And yeah. so like, there's a moment where he like gets her close to the safe that she needs to be at. Cause he's trying to like catch her stealing from the safe or something. And mm. she doesn't need the money. She needs something else. And like, so there's a lot of things there and like, yeah, he like thinks she's pregnant and he's like, well, maybe she's pregnant. Like I got to figure this out. And so he like, like figures, he like takes her on a blind date to the doctor's office or something. Like he's like a <laughs> cheesy corny boyfriend. Like, and he's so like, it's like a montage. So it's like a montage of him trying to like get her to admit to whatever crime he thinks she's doing basically or whatever thing's going on. Yeah. And like, he's just like, I need to figure out what it is. And they come up with all these theories. Like one, she's a thief. You know, like two, she's pregnant. Like three, uh, she's after your money. And then like, there's like a whole thing where he's like, I don't have any money. I work for a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, I, I like I, I like envision that they you like start you go to like their brunch or whatever then they're like yeah she's a thief then you cut to him like trying to prove that she's a thief and then you cut back to like another week and they're like well she must be uh, pregnant or something and then they cut to that yeah just keep cutting back and forth and they're like man we've paid for a lot of brunches it's like we're here we're <laughs> yeah well, we've done to they're fifty like, brunches to figure this out so much no wonder I can't afford a home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> having all this brunch yeah. these bottomless mimosas man i was told i had to drink so many to pay it off <laughs> but i actually really like that because if it's like a montage of him trying to figure out what she's up to but you you said at like at the same time she's trying to get closer to that vault through him so it's like a montage of they're working each other uh for like different reasons and different angles and stuff like that but I think that's that's a really interesting like play off of, of a way for them to play off each other. Oh yeah, and it's it gets cute, and then it gets like you can see that they're like getting annoyed with each other, but they still like love each other a lot, and like it's just it's a weird dynamic for them being newly newlyweds. Like for some reason they haven't gone on a honeymoon yet, and that's why he thinks there's something going on with her. He's mm. like, I just want to get to you know uh, Malibu and. <laughs> uh something's she just says she has to get some stuff done first i don't know what she needs to get done and like what the what the fuck dude <laughs> um yeah. but yeah no it's it's good shit and they you know they go through that that strange montage thing and it, there's like that one big standoff kind of near the end where like like it's just them and you know they're trying to like they get fed up with it. They're like, well, what's going on with you? And he's like, just tell me if you're, you know, a criminal or not. And she's just like, what are you talking about? And she's like, I can't tell you what I am, but you know, it's, there's definitely something going on and they have that like cute thing where they love each other and they like, feel like they can't be honest with each other. And I envision it happening in an elevator for some reason. Oh, I was going to say it should happen in the skyscraper. 
as she's trying to get to the vault. Yeah. Like maybe like maybe she's like, all right, I'm like, I'm going for it like this night. And then he's like, like maybe she like waits for him to fall asleep and then leaves, but he doesn't fall asleep. And he's like, he like calls his buddies. He's like, uh, guys, she just got up and left in the middle of the night. And they're like, and they're like, her, you gotta her. chase her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then there's a funny her. car chase. There's like a funny car chase where he's trying to follow her and be discreet, but then she starts getting chased by the real bad guys. And so he's ah. like, what the fuck? And so then he's trying to like be helpful. And he's like chasing this car chase. And he's like, how do I, what do I, how do I do this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, he ends up kind of helping her, but he's not sure why he's helping her. And he like chases her into the elevator at the skyscraper. And he's like, what was that? What's with the car chase? Um, and she's like, I can't believe you followed me to the skyscraper. <laughs> and and, and- <laughs> she, she has to tell him everything at this point, right? Like, she's like, we're not married yet, but... I'm doing this so that we can get married so that I can tell you that I am a spy. And then she like comes clean. I still kind of want it to be like really more anticlimactic. Like they get to the top of the elevator and she's like, she's like in the middle of the sentence. She's like, Hey, I'm ready to tell you I'm a, and then a person like charges them and she shoots him in the head Mm. and he like freaks out and passes out. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 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 Yes. That makes complete sense. <laughs> and she's like, damn it. So she like makes sure he's in a safe place, but now she's in the right spot. And then there's like that standoff where she's with that super villain and they're like long mog- monologuing how they're going to kill her. Like <laughs> they have an eye patch. Yeah. And they have like an eye patch uh, and like she's a hook for a hand. <laughs> and she's like, she almost made it to the safe. She's got her hand like on the turny safe thingy. And the person's like pointing the gun at her with the not, their non-hook hand. And, and they're just like, you know, like, you know, like if only you weren't in love, this wouldn't have been a problem. Like you could have gotten your job done, but like love gets in the way. And she talks about how much she loves him and how it doesn't matter that she's a spy. And then at the last minute, he bashes that person over the head because he came too. And he just goes, oh my God, you're a spy. (laughs) And that's That's how he finds out. (laughs) That's great. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then the big plot twist. So then they have this nice hug and she's like, I wanted to tell you. And he's like, I, I don't get it, but I'm like, okay. And then <laughs> she does the classic movie trope of puking the nearest wastebasket. Cause it turns out she is pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> then what credits? <laughs> no, then, no, okay. <laughs> then they're Denimal. super Denimal. happy. All right. So they're like, he's super stoked. He's like, she's like, Whoa. Also like, shit, we should probably check that pregnancy test that was in my purse the whole time. And then they pull it out and it's, it's positive and they're like, yeah, we're pregnant. And then it has one of those classic like end scenes where she's pregnant, but she's still doing a mission. All right. Um, and he's like helping her this time because now he's in on it and he's got like a walkie talkie and he's so excited. He has a walkie talkie mm-hmm. and she accidentally, tr- like she's in a laser room where you got to dodge all oh. the lasers. Yes, yes, yes. And her pregnant belly accidentally trips off a laser. <laughs> <laughs> and then all these people show up because they're like, you tripped the alarm. And then he helps her save the day and still do whatever spy shit they need to do. And then it cuts. And then we're good. Okay. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love this film. I would watch this. <laughs> This might be the first movie that Sean genuinely loves that yeah. got pitched on this podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah don't tell anyone. <laughs> I honestly, I listened to like three or four episodes and my only goal was that, was I was like, I just want to hear that I'm like one of the better ones. <laughs> no, I, 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 it's very well thought out and enjoyable with a lot of plot twists and very good tropes and thinking, all, all of that. It's, it, mwah, chef's kiss. Yes, I got yeah, a chef's kiss from Sean. <laughs> and I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big Jake Johnson fan, so just like imagining him doing all these <laughs> things in the movie, I'm just like I'm sold. I'm just sold. Like, like the car yeah. chase. What are you doing? Like, yeah, I can just see it and hear it, and it's just so perfect. I are just. You- Im- I just imagine from the car chase scene, like her car, even though she's been cha- the one being chased, like her car's just flawless when it's like at the thing and then his car pulls up and it's just damaged from all the crap he's hit, basically. <laughs> it's <laughs> like got like a blown down. out tire and everything and it's yeah. like clunking along. Yes. <laughs> or uh, just like 
his like classic like Nick Miller screech at the top of the elevator when she shoots someone like ah like, <laughs> yeah yeah maybe even before the car chase like she has like a black SUV because she's a spy it's like a company car but then like he's following her in his personal car which is like a 1992 Ford Taurus or something yeah. like that <laughs> yes I drove that car in high school I drove a Taurus <laughs> yeah so did my siblings <laughs> Yeah, so um, do you have anything else? Anything that you might have missed? Sean, do you have any questions or comments? I, no, I think I'm good. Uh, I only cast Jake Johnson. I didn't cast anyone else in this movie. No, we, we get there. Don't worry. Oh, oh okay. that's perfect because we are moving on to the cast list. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before we decide who to cast, obviously – uh, we got the the main the leading man is Jake Johnson. That's all good, but we need to figure out who else needs to be casted in this movie. So we obviously have the leading lady. We have f- how many friends do you want her to have? Four. I feel like she has up to four friends. Four. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. Uh, we have uh, her employer, uh, the bad guy, his employer, essentially. Uh, and do we want to cast well uh, so he Jake Johnson goes to brunch with his buddies do we just want to make that the the cast of new girl (laughs) oh just the guys same exact guys Lamorne and uh, (laughs) Max Greenfield and whoever plays coach like yeah that's I just want the exact same dudes yeah yeah. Uh, do you want to just throw Zoe Deschanel in there as well too (laughs) I kind of I want her to be one of the friends I don't think she can handle being the main spy but it'd be funny if she was one of the friends or okay. would she okay. be would she be his friend at the weird buddy brunch where it's all dudes and then her yeah yes yeah yeah yes. I, it's just it's just the new girl apartment um, yes that's perfect yeah so yeah so all right his buddies are good uh anyone else the friends the two employers the leading lady that's a that's about it as i right? say there's like the main villain you know like the one at the end with the eye patch and the hook hand yeah yeah yeah, yeah. All right, so, all right, leading lady. This is very important, you know. It's got to be a star. She's got to have chemistry with Jake Johnson. Mm-hmm. My first thought was Anna Kendrick because they were in that I, one movie and they, they had adorable chemistry. I and I feel like she'd be well. a funny spy. Could um, she definitely pull that off. Could she? Because, like, I don't know. I kind of find her, like, characters tend to be, like, they're not actually great at something like, like they're not actually good at the thing that she's doing in the movie. Oh, and then yeah. she finds purpose in it anyway. Okay. Like th- that's maybe my one concern. Yeah, no. Cause yeah, your her, her usual comedy comes from like not really knowing what's going on. This person kind of has to know very much what's going on. Uh, yeah, it has to be someone who looks, like, cute and sweet, but, like, definitely could pull off that other side of it, like, really well. Mm-hmm. But also... What movie were they in together? Uh, Drinking Buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, was... they were! Right? And that one was cute, and it was fun, because it was unscripted, and they were just like, you guys gotta do this, and they, like, all the actors on that still managed to have some decent chemistry. Oh, yeah. No, that's a great movie. Um. Hmm. All right. So she's got to be in her late twenties to mid thirties because that's what he is. And I'm really over women, super young women, being with mid thirties men <laughs> in movies. Oh. Uh. What about uh Sean? Who plays Letty in Fast and the Furious? Oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Ra- Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh. This would be a like way that. different role. Yeah. I feel like she can I mean, still play the sweet side of it. Yeah. I mean, she's I think, basically an assassin in Fast and Furious, but with a car. So, I mean, she already knows how to do the car chase scene. She'll be pretty good at that. Yeah. Like, she'll definitely nail the spy part of the role. But, like, yes. it'd be really interesting to see her be, like, pretend to be vulnerable and, like, dainty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like she could do it, though. Oh, I love, I, I love Michelle Rodriguez. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm on board. Michelle Rodriguez boom. is the lady spy. All right, boom. Michelle Rodriguez, um, Jake Johnson. 
for her for her friends. We're gonna give her four friends. Yeah. Do we just want to make Anna Kendrick one of them? Yes, let's make Anna yeah. Kendrick one of the friends. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, she's in there. We'll we'll give it to her because she can, but she'll be like the ditzy one that like isn't very good at being a spy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like her character like d- can't keep a secret, so she just keeps telling. Uh, boyfriends that she's a spy and then she has to elope with them and make them sign an NDA before she divorces them. <laughs> That's funny. That's good. Um, I really, really wanted one of them to be Amy Poehler because I feel like she makes a good mentor. That's true. She'd be that good is good. Mentor on. Amy Poehler. Um, um. And then Nick, like... We need probably need some diversity because I just chose two white ladies. <laughs> I mean, our leading lady is Hispanic, so that that's, that's that true. is a good that's good. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, what about someone who's a little like less known, like a, maybe like a stand-up comedian who's getting like her first movie role? Oh, I was gonna say Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> that's I'm not so Tiffany on board Haddish. with Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> All right, Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> And then, and then, how about maybe like a? Oh, I can't even think. Like, I, like I don't even know who to think of. Are you thinking um, like one that's not on screen as much? Yeah, like like a stand-up comedian who's getting like her first movie role, mm, and it's like okay. just like as like one of these friends. Uh oh, God, I'm gonna butcher this name, but I know she's done a few things. Arpana Nancharala. Oh, uh, Arpana Nancharala. There you go. I didn't know how to say that. She has done a few movie roles, yeah. She oh, is, she has. Okay. But but like she's not like she hasn't like like been a staple in a movie. No. Like she's always her, uh, like Michelle Wolf. Minutes. Ooh, Michelle Wolf would be really fun. Yeah. I think Michelle Wolf would be, would be interesting as well. That'd be good. All right. She'd make a really funny bridesmaid at this wedding. Yeah, that's true. She would. And then just watching her like slit some like bad guy's throat would be hilarious. <laughs> yes. Okay. All, so. all right. So now we need her employer. So what what organization does she work for? FBI, I'm guessing. I Yeah, I figured it could CIA. just be some kind of weird off-brand of that where it's like they're independent consultants for the FBI or something like that. Mm. It could be like something that no one's ever heard of. It could be yeah. like that. Yeah. Like the COA. Yeah. <laughs> something like, yeah, something so obviously off brand that it's like that. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, Ted Danson for that. <laughs> I'm into he does that. Yeah. that vibe. Or he, because yeah. he seems like the kind of person who would falsify a marriage record to get something done. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but then also play it off like, hey, I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just trying to get this thing done for the, for the client, you know? Like, yeah. And she's like, there are so many other easy ways to do this. And I could just see him being like, oh, I just, this is the best choice, you know? <laughs> best you could have at least talked to me. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, whoa, 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 man. Yeah, that's good. All right. And then the bad guy who I actually thought of uh, Ian Glenn. He plays oh Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones, the the guy who's loving Daenerys. Yeah, because he gets oh. the he gets the weird rashy disease. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw the first photo of him. Like, oofta, he does look like a criminal or a bad guy. <laughs> nice. Well, I, the- yeah, I like that because he's like recognized. I like the idea of having a lot of people where you're like, I've seen them somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You want those yeah. character actors got a good ensemble cast yeah no i like him for the bad guy because i feel like he could do a good like villain monologue he's like an off-brand sean bean (laughs) 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 yeah so uh yeah i i think that's are there any other characters to cast i don't think so i mean probably there should probably be like a weird cameo from someone who's like Maybe known, like known random. for rom coms, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Melissa <Matt> Joan Hart. <laughs> Don't watch a very nutty Christmas. It's a terrible <laughs> Christmas movie. It's That's awful. the one where she fucks a fucks a Nutcracker, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Have you not heard of this, Melody? No. 
Oh, you need to watch it. It's an awful Christmas movie. (laughs) She falls in love with a nutcracker. No, the literal nutcracker. Like the story, the nutcracker. Does he turn into a human before they have sex? Or does she have sex with the wooden nutcracker? No, no, no. He turns into a human by some fucking Uh. weirdo magic stuff. Okay. Uh, It's wacko. (laughs) It is the most weird Christmas movie ever because I, I I could go in a whole thing about how she doesn't realize it's the Nutcracker until she watches the Nutcracker sitting next to him watching the <laughs> Nutcracker. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. We could have a whole other like long oh. discussion on Christmas movies because there was a very similar one about her falling in love with a mannequin and the mannequin comes oh. to life and she never <laughs> questions it. And he even does weird mannequin things like poses for her yeah like this is how i pose when i'm in watch ads and then like she like still like doesn't it doesn't click for her and like it's so weird yeah it's gross there was definitely a sabrina the teenage witch reference in there too i don't remember what but i remember that happening (laughs) oh that movie sucks so hard it is not the best christmas movie but worth watching but very bad yeah (laughs) put it on my list for next christmas yes absolutely sorry right. I, I took that way off i just that's okay all right just to recap we have our leading lady played by michelle rodriguez we got our leading man played by jake johnson i love that couple by the way michelle rodriguez's four best friends are played by anna kendrick amy poehler michelle wolf and who was the fourth one tiffany haddish tiffany haddish we have we have Jake Johnson's friends played by the cast of New Girl. <laughs> All the people on the New Girl. Michelle, Michelle Rodriguez's employer is played by Ted Danson. And the big bad guy that, or not, that Michelle Rodriguez takes down at the end played by Ian Glenn. And that's our movie. That's our cast. And now it's time for us to do a trailer. Uh, do, do we have a title? Oh gosh, we didn't come up with a title. <laughs> um, gosh, damn. Okay. Do you want it to be like like a it's like a spoof of like a James Bond title? That'd be really fun if it was. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to think of like license to marry. <laughs> license. To- Ooh, okay. Yeah, I like that. License to marry. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. And if we wanted to go full Sean Dangler on it, we can change the spelling of Mary and just have it all take place during Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know about that. That's At this point, it sounds like you're just putting it during Christmas to make it a Christmas movie. So, You're right. I'll it's just, a major just, faux pas. I'm just saying, there, there is a standard that Sean holds these movies to. Sure. <laughs> I mean, fucking a nutcracker is not one of those standards. Uh, no, you gotta get above. You at least gotta get above uh, fucking a nutcracker. <laughs> at least the sugar plum fairies. Yeah, at least the sugar plum fairies. I'm fine. <laughs> nutcracker, hell no. Hell to the no. Stiff. I don't want no wood fuck. I don't want no fucking splinters in my... Why am I pretending I'm having sex with the wood? Ah, gross, I'm just thinking... Because, of... because you were the mattress! Because you were the mattress! Because you were the mattress! Dang it! I was... Oh, God, that'd be one... Ugh. Full Ugh. circle! Shard's a mattress. Was Alyssa Joan Hart fucking a nutcracker on top of the mattress, Sean. Uh, gross. <laughs> <clears throat> all right license to marry uh sean go ahead oh <laughs> M- melanie do you do you want to be in on this as well like we're oh yeah improvise. i'll help out oh perfect right. sean take it away in a world where a woman is going to find some love what a great night out at the bar do you guys like love this bar quick look for the assassin Woo! Woo! But turns out she's actually 
also a spy. Did you spot the perp, Tiffany? Uh, yeah, I just saw him went into the bathroom. Okay, let me go, like, check it out. And the thing is, she's going to fall in love and a man's going to try to save her from all her spy bad things happening to a spy. Whoa, dude. You, I just saw you slip that thing into that girl's drink. You can't do that. Don't Who'd worry care? about it, bro. <laughs> oh, that's not okay. I, I, I guess I got to drink that to make sure she's okay. Who cares? No one's going to take advantage of me. I'm fucking ugly ass Jake Johnson. Yes. <laughs> And they fall in love. Wow, you're like a really nice dude. Thanks, and you're uh, like, you smile at me and talk to me. That's really great. Uh, that makes me really happy. Uh, here, the- uh, one sec. What's that over there? Shoots another assassin. <laughs> oh, I, be- I believe that's a cherry-crested hummingbird. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> Thanks, babe. And they may... <laughs> And then make it all the way to the wedding day. And hopefully she can tell her hubby now that she's a spy. Babe, I'm like so excited to tell you something. Wait, what's that at the door? It's me, Ted Danson. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to say it, but uh, I forged your marriage certificate. You have no license to marry. What the hell, Ted? You got to do one more job. And the job is for, what do you know? Her lover, now husband, well, future husband's employer. Babe, I got some shit to do. It's complicated. <laughs> uh, okay. That's totally not suspicious. And he goes to brunch with all his friends from New Girl. JFK! FDR! Oh FDR! <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to figure out why she's uh, keeping a secret from him. Hey, you've just been so secretive. You've been running around and there's something you're not telling me. Just, just tell me. We're married, right? Right? I'll tell you soon. It's I've got things to figure out. Like it's totally fine, babe. And it all comes down to a car chase to get to the top of the skyscraper to finally crack the code. What? Why is she driving like that? Our insurance is gonna go through the roof. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> ah! I was in. I lost both my mirrors. and finally they he finds out before almost getting killed that they are truly absolutely going to finally soon be married uh i'll never tell my new husband that i'm a spy until he's really my husband (laughs) that's unfortunate because you're about to die so you'll never get to tell him uh You're a spy? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I'm also pregnant. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Tune in this summer for License to Marry. Woo! And that's our movie, everyone! (laughs) What a thorough trailer. (laughs) Yeah, we pretty much described the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's how it goes. It's a very concise six, five to eight minutes. Yeah, very concise. Uh, <laughs> five to eight minute trailer. All right. Well, that's our movie, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Melanie, please tell the people how they can follow you and support you. Uh, yeah, I mostly use my Instagram for comedy stuff, and it's just at Melanie Mackey, which is super easy. Um, but also, yeah, if you go and like the uh, – events at Iowa Tap Room. I also plan weddings at the Iowa Tap Room. So you, you can look at the kind of non-murdery weddings I plan. <laughs> where, where is that room at? Is it downstairs or where is this room at the Iowa Tap Or is <laughs> no, it the actual Iowa? Downstairs. Yeah, the wedding space is kind of to the right of that big silo. So if you're like facing uh, the silo, it's okay. like to the right. Oh, uh, I 
guess I didn't realize. I thought that was Molly's cupcakes, but apparently yep, and that then is... it's Molly's and us. So a lot of my oh! clients, yeah, a lot of my okay. clients will do both. Oh, nice, smart, smart clients. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh me? This is me? Yes. Yeah. Dan? Sorry, you're, you're, just you're down. At me. You're down from me. Down. So can't tell. Uh, yeah, just like the pandering talk on uh well just follow it obviously on all, all the podcast platforms melanie actually is the most recent winner of the gram so obviously go out and uh just follow us on instagram we'll sometime do another show when there's not a pandemic or when it's not as bad or i get vaccinated uh we'll see or we'll do an outside show probably at some point once it gets not winter in iowa i so, love the outside show that was fun I, Thank you. Yeah, it's they're super fun when we can do them outside in my backyard. He only uh, schedules them when I'm out of town. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Dan. So when's your next vacation, Dan? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know when the next time I'm getting out of this house is. So let's just send it. <laughs> well, down. that'll be the next time the grave will be held. So <laughs> <laughs> I will let everyone know. That uh, that is it for me. All right. Uh, personally, you can follow me on Twitter at Daniel Cutler. That's K and two T's. Um, but you should follow the pandering talk on anywhere. It has social media. You should follow what a pitch on social media at Facebook and Twitter at P O D W A P. And also subscribe, uh, rate and review both pandering talk and what a pitch, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's really going to, it's going to be really helpful for the algorithm and we can show that to people and be like, Hey, we have a really good podcast. We want you to come on on it. And they will say maybe, uh, <laughs> but until next time, thank you for listening to what a pitch. Nailed it. <laughs>